Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I know waking up this early in Las Vegas can be hard, so we appreciate the time and that you're all here. Um, Ashley and I actually head up um, social media for Invisalign, and so anything you see for the Invisalign brand, her and I are behind. Um, we've been doing it for four years. Um, we manage Facebook, Twitter, blog relations, all types of, of programs. So um, we're really familiar with Invisalign marketing in social media, and we've learned quite a bit over the years, um, sometimes painfully, sometimes not so painfully. So we wanted to put together a presentation that would really share with you some of the best practices we've learned. We see what works with patients. We see what works so, um, in trying to reach new patients. So we wanted to share some of that with you today. So what we're going to cover, um, we gave you a workbook um, that we put together. Um, it's meant to follow along while we present and also to take with you when we're done. Um, there's some great activities, exercises, tips, resources. Um, by all means, um, jot things down. There's room for notes. But there, it's meant to have exercises that you can literally do now and put into practice now, and you'll see a difference. So follow along. Um, we're going to talk about why social media matters for your practice. Um, social media content strategies, we'll spend a lot of time on that because content is very important. Um, the power of the platforms, Facebook and Twitter, in our opinion, are the most powerful platforms for you to be focusing on for right now. Um, managing your social media, we'll give you some tips on how to make it easy and manageable. Um, and then introduce you to a toolkit that we created with Align um, that we offer up to all providers in practice development um, to help you jumpstart your social media. And um, we're going to try our best to take as many questions as possible throughout, but um, if you have something and it comes up later, we set up a Twitter, Twitter profile, smarty underscore SM. You can tweet us if you're on Twitter. Send us your questions. We promise to answer every single one after this presentation. So social media. We're in the middle of a social media revolution. Um, whether you like it or not, we're in the middle of it. We've been in the middle of it. It's not going away. Um, to wake you up this morning, we wanted to just play a quick video. Many of you might have already seen it, um, but it's really quick. And it's loud, so we thought it'd be appropriate to wake you up.
you can see, social media is definitely a force to be reckoned with. 67% um, of online adults are using social networking sites. Um, that number is growing really quickly. Um, it's definitely more females than male, but it's definitely starting to equal out. Um, 18 to 29-year-olds are still the largest demographic, but we're seeing you know, 35 to 55 grow exponentially year over year. Um, I think an important thing to think about is how people are using social media when you're thinking about content. Um, you know, most people, almost half, are using it on their smartphones. How many of you in here have a smartphone? You know, usually most of the room. So people are sleeping with it by their bed. They're checking it first thing in the morning. What, what are people doing? What's going on in the world? And they're accessing it via social networks in a, as a way to stay connected. And they expect to be connected that way. Um, so it's really important to remember that, you know, when people are on social media, they're doing it instantly. They're in the now. They're in your waiting rooms. Um, they are expecting to get answers and a response quickly. So why should it matter to you? I think that's why you're all here and that's what we're here to share with you. Um, it, ma it should matter to you because health is happening on social media. Whether you're there or not, it's happening. Um, there's a couple of statistics I found. 42% of consumers are looking up reviews before they decide on a healthcare provider. 40% uh, of consumers say that the information they find on social media affects the decisions that they make. Um, one third of patients use social media to find and share medical information, and one in three, one in four, have posted about their health experiences on social media. So it's happening. Your patients are out there talking, they're sharing. Um, it's definitely a place that, you know, over the years, um, there's a lot more com comfort in sort of finding people online to connect with and talk about health. Um, so you need to be there. Um, Quick question, how many of you are actually engaging with your patients online, social media, anyway? Okay, great. Um, how many have a Facebook page that you maintain? Okay, good. So you're not beginners here. Uh, Twitter? Who's on Twitter for their practice? Okay. So the reason why patients are choosing social media and social health is um, it's emotional tech support. Um, they're going online because they have questions. They're not calling your office anymore. They're going online. They're going to social media. They're asking their questions. Um, we manage the Invisalign Facebook page. We see questions every single day from patients. How, what, what do I do? How do I clean my aligners? I, I broke an aligner. They're not calling their doctor anymore. They're going online. They're looking for other people that are going through the same thing and finding out what they're doing. Um, it encourages honest opinions. So this is where it gets scary. Um, there's a, a level of anonymity when you're online. You're not talking face-to-face. -face, so people are very honest. And that's why people are trusting peer-to-peer -peer reviews on social media because they, they really believe that it's an honest representation and people feel free to be honest there. And that can be scary, especially when you're dealing with an unhappy patient. Um, and then instant gratification. It's like I said, you know, they're not calling you anymore. They're not waiting for their next visit. They're going online. So it's really important that as providers, you're there, and it's, a, it's definitely an added service, and it's a way that you can provide a better, deeper connection to your patients and create a better experience and make sure that the information that's out there is what you want people to be talking about. So here's one reason that some people don't necessarily think about when they think about social media, and this is that Google is your new homepage. So 
when someone is looking for a new doctor in the Los Angeles area, they just moved in, the first thing they're going to do is go to Google. They're not going to go find your website. They're not going to look there. They're going to look on Google. And they're going to see the first page of results that show up when they look for your name is what they're going to read. And I will tell you nine times out of ten, you're going to see a real self review there. You're going to see a Yelp review there. You're going to see a blog post. If you do public relations and you get media hits, that's going to show at the top of your results. Not your website sometimes if you're not optimizing it correctly. So um, there was a study that actually just came out in, on July 1st of this month that said 72% of Internet users say they look online for their health information and 77% the last time they looked started at Google or started at a search engine that they prefer. So you need to be actively monitoring your reputation on Google. And if you haven't looked up your name, looked up your practice name in the last week or month on Google, I think you should do it now. I think you should do it and see. And I think you'd be surprised what new patients are seeing when they search for you or search for a doctor. Um, so I really think that that's something that you overlook. And the reason why social media is really important when it comes to Google is um, Basically, social content, social review sites, social networks have a lot of traffic. There are a lot of users. Google, over the last two years, has changed their algorithm many, many times. And while they crawl your site, they crawl the internet looking for mentions of your name, your practice's name, they're ranking now social content way higher than anything else. It's called authoritative content. So if a blogger in your local area has a lot, of, a lot of traffic, they have a lot of people that come to their blog, comment on it, link to it, they rank high in a search engine. They're authoritative. Now, if they write a, a review about your practice or about getting Invisalign from you and they link to your website, you just got Google juice. You just got someone with authoritative content linking to your website. And if they are a really well-known blogger, when they search for you, they're going to see that blogger review first. And she's an authoritative person. So um, social content is playing a huge role in search results. And many people don't realize that. Um, if you put out um, an e-book or a um, piece of content that is a tips for your patients, and you put it on Facebook, you put it on Pinterest, you do a video testimony and you put it on YouTube. The more interaction that content gets, and if it's linking back to your website, that's giving you Google Juice too. So you want content that people are engaging with, Google ranks that very, very, very high. Um, and then finally, we're going to talk a ton about this today, is visual content. Social media is a visual medium. Um, if I can't tell you one thing that you can walk away with, just know the more visual content you put out there, the better results you're going to see in social media. So to wrap it up, optimizing social media for search engine optimization, there's a couple of things you can do, that, and I hope you take these away. There's an in-depth overview in your workbook. Um, but figure out what your keywords are. So when I say keywords, these are words that a potential new patient, someone in your area, if they're looking, they just moved, they are looking for a new dentist. What are the words that they're typing into Google to find someone? Maybe they're typing best cosmetic dentist in Las Vegas, or maybe they're typing um, um, Invisalign provider in New York City, things like that. Think about what people might be typing and use those words in your content. Use it on your website, use it in on your Facebook page. Make sure you put those words everywhere, and that's going to give you that Google juice, the, the higher rankings for those words. 
Um, one loss that I think is just an easy first step you can do is link all of your social media pages to your website and vice versa. Link from your website to your social media pages. If you put out a great piece of um, five tips to know before you come in to see me or how to keep your teeth clean um, on your website, add share buttons to that content so that people that come to your website can then share it. All those things will help with search engine optimization. Um, secure your practice name or your personal URL on all social media sites. Whether or not you're going to go use um, Tumblr or um, there are so many out there now, or even if you're not ready to use Twitter, there's a tool, it's in your workbook, it's called Name Checker, and um, you can type in the, the name of your practice and then search all the platforms. It'll tell you whether your name's available and then it'll allow you to go click and grab those names. Whether you're going to be on those platforms or not, grab the name. That will help you too. Um, share, 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 share visual content, use the keywords in that content. Um, calls to action, this is something Ashley and I have learned for many years as we've worked with Invisalign's Facebook page. Um, if you want someone to engage with what you're sharing, ask for it. All you have to do is ask for it. So if you post a photo about your team here at Summit, say, like this if you think we're doing a good thing, or share this if, if, if you agree that Invisalign Summit's awesome. Um, things like that. When you ask them to do something, probably I'd say half, more than half the time you're going to get that reaction. But if you just post it and you don't ask for any kind of engagement, people will look and go, great, but not do anything. Um, Start a blog, write for a blog, or work with bloggers. Blog content index is very, very high um, in Google and all other social, social um, all other search engines. So, if you write a blog, great. You've got some good, you've got good steps going for you. If you if you don't have your own blog, go find one to write for. Be a guest blogger as a professional. Offer yourself up. Or work with bloggers. I'd imagine if you have bloggers in your area, they've contacted your front desk staff or they've contacted you and said, hey, will you trade? If you do this, I'll write a blog post for you. Take them up on that. That is valuable, valuable stuff. And um, it'll give you really, really good um, results in search. So that's sort of why social media matters and why it's important for you. I'm going to hand it off to Ashley. Um, oh. Actually, there's a quick study, a quick case study I wanted to share with you first. So, the best way to um, learn how to do it, do social media well, is to look at people that are doing it good and copy them. If you see things that work for them, try and apply it to what you do. And the Mayo Clinic, if you guys want a resource of who's doing it well, go check out what Mayo Clinic does. Um, they started social media in 2005. They do podcasts, and they wanted to increase the viewership of their podcasts. So of course, they put it on YouTube. And then they started all the different social networks, and they started pushing those podcasts out through the different social networks. So they're sharing educational content. Um, they basically leveraged these communities that were building, and um, over a course of like a year, they saw their downloads increase by 8,000%. This is back in 2005. Um, now, in this day and age, Mayo Clinic has like... 750,000 people on following them on Twitter, you know, 500,000 people following them on Facebook. They've got over 9 million views on YouTube of their videos. So they're sharing really good content and they're using social media to push it out on various platforms. Um, they also started the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media, which is a great resource for you. They offer tons of, they do training, they offer tips, articles, all kinds of really good stuff. If you go anywhere, I would go there. Um, they'll give you great resources. And if anything, just look at what they're doing and see if you could take one of their tactics and use it in your own marketing.
And then there's one other case study. Um, no names, but I found this online. I thought it was really interesting. There was a cosmetic dentist that was looking to get new patients. And this doesn't even have to do with managing a social media platform. This is just asking your patients to write positive reviews for you. So basically they started a referral campaign. They asked the patients that they currently had in their office to go write reviews on social sharing sites. And you know maybe they provided a a free teeth cleaning or something to do it. Um, and what they saw in six months was 167% increase in unique site visitor, visitors, 580 appointment requests, or 1,000 new Facebook fans, 700 new Twitter followers. So, you know, what I always hear doctors tell me is, you know, I put up my Facebook page, I, I, I write posts every day, but I have 200. Fans. I have 500 fans. I can't seem to grow it. So one great way to get new fans is ask for these reviews. Ask them to go to RealSelf. If you're not familiar with RealSelf, go to RealSelf.com and search Invisalign. There are tons of people writing reviews about Invisalign and tons of doctors on there that are answering their questions about treatment. This RealSelf has millions of people coming to it, so it ranks really high on um, Google. So Real Self, if you're a cosmetic dentist, you've got to be a cosmetic dentist, you can sign up for free. Um, it's a great platform to be on and to ask your patients to go write reviews on. Um, Angie's List is sort of more of a, a closed platform. Foursquare, people can check into your office on Foursquare and say how much they love their dentist. When they do that, all their, their friends are going to see that. Maybe they're looking for a dentist and they're going to say, hey, you love your dentist? Who is it? Um, Yelp, Yelp is another one that you should be monitoring on a monthly basis. You should go to Yelp and type your practice's name, type your name in there, see what people are writing. And if there's a negative review, someone's not happy, Respond there. Tell them to call your office. Offer to help. Change, change the tone. But doing these types of patient reviews are going to hugely help your search engine optimization. It's going to drive traffic to your, to your practice, and it's going to give you credibility. So if you do nothing at all and you're not ready to dive into social media, start with the patients you have and ask them to write a review. So how do you create patient advocates? So this is very important. How do you take the patients you already have and let them be your buzz engine? Um, it's very simple, actually. Um, we do it all the time for Invisalign. First of all, just ask. Ask them to share. When they walk in, maybe there's a little sign on your front desk that says, have you written a review on Yelp? If you write a review, we'll enter you in a monthly drawing. Um, you know, things like that. If, if, you can incentivize them in ways so they're more willing to share. Have an iPad in your waiting room. Offer Wi-Fi. Let people be able to surf the internet and jump on their social networks in your waiting room. Um, you can, um, what are some other ideas? Um, there's just a lot of ways that you can kind of foster it, ask for it. Um, and then you can, the most important thing is you make it really, really easy for them to share. One thing we never ever understand is why aren't you giving your patients before and after photos? Hand it to them so that they can then go post it. You can give them their ClinCheck. People love to see their ClinCheck. They love to share it and, and show, hey, this is where I was. This is what my teeth are going to look like in six months. Um, if you communicate digitally, digitally with them, anyway via email or newsletter, make sure you put links to all of these reviews and ask them to maybe write a review if they're happy. And most important, give them something that they want to talk about and make them happy. So if they're not getting good service, then you know, they're not going to write positive reviews. So social media in your practice, um, just a few closing points. Um, 
You want to establish thought leadership by educating your community and sharing valuable info. You can use it to build patient relationships, drive your word of mouth referrals, find and convert new patients, encourage social sharing of your practice information, and most importantly, you don't have to do it all. Just do one thing, take one of these, these tips we have and do it, do it next month and, and do one thing at a time. So social media without content cannot succeed. So Ash is gonna take over and talk a little bit about content. All right, thank you. Now that Jamie taught you guys how to get found on Google, what kind of content should you be out there creating? Um, with social media, content is king. Nowadays, we're in an era where storytelling is so important, whether it's through photos or videos. So some great content that you can create in addition to your social media posts are polls. You could ask questions. Uh, one thing that we see perform really well with Invisalign's Facebook page is picture quotes, tips. Patients love tips on you know, cleaning their aligners or um, how to remember to switch them out. Just little tips that might help them along their treatment process. Statistics are also great. Um, not just creating your own content is important, but also share content from other thought leaders in your industry, some thought-provoking, and you know, try and build that conversation. Don't be afraid to uh, ask for that, that engagement back. Ask them, you know, what are your opinions on this? What do you think? There's all kinds of content out there. There's articles, studies, research. Uh, one thing that we found as a really successful um, tactic with Invisalign is holding contests and promotions, sweepstakes, that sort of thing. So one thing that you probably see a lot about right now, um, in addition to photos and videos, is infographics. Those, uh, you know, when they hit the web, they spread virally. So you can create your own infographics online and share those as well. Um, in addition, you know, you are building a community and the best place to start is within your own local community. So feel free to promote other local events that you might be attending or maybe some local groups that you might be a part of. Um, in your workbook on page three, we don't have time to really spend too much on these workbook prompts, but really take the time to go back. And when you're developing content, you want to keep in mind who your ideal patient is. So really spend the time developing that persona of who your ideal patient is and think about what kind of content would really engage them. So, content should be visual. These days, I think the number is a lot higher than 40%, um, and we see it quickly growing, but more than 40% of people are posting photos on their social media outlets. Photos and videos are the content that really drive, really drive engagement. Um, photos we see get twice the engagement as regular just status updates where there's uh, it's just copy, there's no photo or video or some sort of asset attached. When you're posting on multiple platforms, Facebook, Twitter, you want to make sure that you are po posting content that's appropriate to each audience. Uh, each audience, each platform has a different type of audience, so you know, make sure you cater your content when you're distributing it and not using the same messaging all the way across. And a little powerful bonus strategy for you is have your patients 
post their photos on your page. You know, with Invisalign, we get that all the time, where patients are posting their before and afters on our page. And what that does is it allows all of their friends and family to see that they're posting on Invisalign's page and they're sharing with us their progress and how happy they are with their results. So just the same, you can ask your patients to share their photos on your page, uh, giving you that more visibility that their friends and family will see, which really helps that word of mouth marketing spread. Photo sharing. Uh, today we're really going to do a little deep dive into Facebook and Twitter, but we want to promote these other outlets as well. Um, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Flickr, there's a lot of different ones out there, but these are some of the most popular. Photos really evoke emotion. You know, they, they really do tell a strong story and they're worth a thousand words. So it's really important to develop photo content that's visual and helps tell your story for you rather than writing you know, a little paragraph on your Facebook page. Uh, we see a lot of dentists who are sharing photos and it's an opportunity for you to tell a story. Uh, you know, I think it would be great if you're posting photos of, let's say, a teen who just finished treatment successfully and they're happy. You know, maybe moms will see that and think, oh, well, there are a lot of teens who, you know, do wear their liners and, you know, they are completing treatment. Or on the flip side of that, you know, one of our favorite questions we ask on the Invisalign page is, you know, what age did you get Invisalign? And we have people in their 60s and 70s who are getting Invisalign, it just goes to show that, you know, it's never too late for a great and healthy smile. And, you know, as we hit home on the last slide, just really encourage your patients to post their photos. You know, give them an incentive, whether it's a coupon or a gift card or you're having a promotion or a sweepstakes, you know, really encourage them to share those photos with you because that's what's going to help tell your story. In your workbook on page five, there's actually um, an exercise um, where we ask you to just think about the types of content that you have already that you could be sharing. Um, and we wanted to take a quick minute and see if anyone in here that is using some of your platforms, like what's performing well for you? What are some of the top things that you're sharing? Um, I'd like to hear personally. Um, is there anything that you're sharing right now that is, works well? Like you know if you post a, patient of the month that everyone gets excited, or if you share something, are you paying attention to what performs? Staff photos. Staff, Staff photos, Staff yeah. Photos. Yeah, because yeah, they want to know that you're people too. And if you, you tag your staff in them, then it goes on their pages, and then it goes crazy. Yeah. Great idea. Awesome idea. Anyone else? Awesome. It's a, um, a patient or a staff re recipe of the month. So, did you, have you, do you guys have a Pinterest page uh, profile? Pinning those recipes to Pinterest. Recipes are like the number one thing searched on Pinterest. So if you want out of exposure, go put that on Pinterest and then link back to your Facebook page. Um, that's a really good one. So it kind of sounds like, you know, the more sort of giving your, your staff and your office a personality. I mean, let's face it, social media, people want to connect with people, not to a brand or to a big practice. They want to see who they're connecting with. Anything else anyone have that performs really well that they want to share?
Awesome. Great idea. Community involvement, charities. Okay, great. Anyone else? I actually see a lot. We see a lot of Halloween pictures do really well for doctors. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. That's great. That's perfect. Definitely that community involvement, that charity component um, really does well on social media as well as your fun staff photos. It certainly makes the dentist's office look a lot less scary. Um, <laughs> one more piece of content that we do see perform well uh, especially if you give this to your patients to share, is their ClinCheck videos. Uh, so that's just another little piece of content that you might not have thought of before. Now, these are just a few little power tips before we wrap up this little content section here. Um, one really important must-have is having these social links on your website. If people are finding you, let them easily find you on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media sites you might be a part of. Um, more importantly, having share buttons on your website, especially if you have a blog. Make it easy for people to share your content. Fans, uh, they really expect something exclusive when they're coming to your Facebook page. So set yourself apart, whether it's a coupon you're giving them or maybe you're holding some sort of monthly drawing or sweepstakes. Um, give them that little VIP behind the rope feeling when they come to your page. And you know, as we've said many, many times, it's just really powerful strategies to ask your patients to share their photos and post on your, your Facebook page or tweet photos to you and, you know, tell their story. All their friends and family will see that, which is really going to give you that true word of, word of mouth marketing. And, of course, word quotes and picture word quotes, they just perform extremely well in social media. I mean, not only with Invisalign's page, but we've seen this across the board with every industry. Uh, here's just an example of a recent one that Invisalign has done with a quote. So lastly, I know I told you guys at the beginning that content is king, um, but ultimately it's marketing that is queen, and we all know who runs the castle. So we wanted to talk about the power of Facebook and the power of that platform specifically. The reason why Facebook is, has the highest you know, awareness is because it has the most users. Um, there are over 1 billion Facebook accounts. It's the largest social media playground. Um, there are 65, 655 million daily active users on Facebook. So people that are actively on Facebook every day. That's a lot of people. Um, it's the most engaged social media platform. So it's getting the most people that are liking, sharing, posting. Um, and this to me is key. There's a billion pieces of content shared every single day. People are taking pictures of what they had for breakfast and posting it. People are um, sharing their cat taking a nap. You know, content's being shared on a daily basis and lots of it. Um, four out of five people will openly share content. So this is pretty, this is Facebook 101, but I'm always surprised sometimes when I talk to practices or doctors and I ask, you know, how's your page set up? Um, 
The number one thing you can do that will make a difference, you know, uh, Facebook just opened up Graph Search, which is a way that people can search Facebook to find things that are re relative to them. Um, it's very important that your page be found. So a really basic way of doing that is making sure that your profile is fully set up. So when you set up that page, did you add your address? Did you put a description of all of what you offer? Um, do you have um, a phone number of where they can contact you? There's a place where you can put your office hours. Um, so many people set it up and they're quick to get running, but they never spend the time to go back and fill out all that information. That's one very basic thing you can walk away and do when you log into your Facebook page. Make sure you fill out all that information. Um, and if you did some research on the keywords, put those keywords in the description that you're filling out. Um, one thing that Ashley is a big component of is um, making sure you add your physical office location. Um, because then, like we said, when people can check in, they check in on Foursquare, but they can also check in via Facebook. So if you've got your location attached to your page, they can check in very easily. Um, the About section, which is the little sort of one-liner that shows up when people first get to your page, um, is sort of your first opportunity to let people know this is what, who I am, this is what I do. And there's a couple of common mistakes we see. Um, and that's like not explaining what your office offers. You know, maybe you, you have a, a first line that you've used somewhere else, but it doesn't say I am a cosmetic dentist that offers X, Y, Z. You know, make sure it's descriptive and it's concise and clear. I'm always surprised when nobody's linking to their website from their social platforms. I mean, number one, just add a link to your website. It should all be linking back and forth. Um, and not taking advantage of your physical location. So make sure you, that you've logged that address of your practice, um, of your offices. Diversify your timeline. Um, if you go to the Invisalign Facebook page, Ashley and I work really hard at this. And if you scroll down the timeline, you will see all types of content. You know, you'll see uh, tips, you'll see links to articles, you'll see banners that say, hey, we just hit 30,000 fans. So someone that's coming and checking out your Facebook page, is, they're excited to see it. There's lots of different things to look at. They're going to stick around for a while and maybe interact with some of your content. Um, so the thing to remember is you don't have to only post a status update. You don't have to always just type in, hey, this is what's going on, here's the photo. You can add a link. You can do an offer. Offers are a great tool that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, you can set up an event. So if you host anything in your office, I don't care what it is, set up an event. Um, so wherever you go when you, where you add your status update, you can actually choose different types of updates. So definitely take advantage of those. Um, the, the image on the left is something that you see the little flag in the top right corner. That means we pin that. So you, Facebook allows you to pin posts the very top of your timeline. It's very easy to do. There's a little nugget that says pin. Um, you can pin that post for seven days. It'll stay at the very top. So if you're running a promotion, if you've got an event coming up, if you just hit 500 new patients, you take that post and you pin it to the top, and that's going to get the most visibility. Um, you can swap that out. But pinning posts like promotions to the top are going to give you a better performance on them and better visibility. The other thing you can do is add a milestone. So if you see the 30,000 fans, you'll see it's much wider than the normal, the normal content that we show, and we created the, 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 the image to be bigger for that reason. But when someone's scanning the timeline, they're going to see, whoa, they've got 30,000 smiling fans. That's pretty, that's pretty big. And they're going to first see that before they see anything else because it's had priority. So we set that up as a milestone. You can do milestones for anniversaries, staff birthdays, uh, 
you do a patient of the month, set that up as a milestone so when people are there, they're seeing these big announcements that grab their attention. Again, we're going to say this over and over again because we know it works. Make your post visual. You shouldn't post anything that, has, that doesn't have any kind of visual appeal. If you even link to, a, say, a news article, there's an opportunity to select a thumbnail that will go along with it. That's visual. Um, choose a, the best thumbnail that, that they're offering you. Um, photos always get the most shares. It's like everyone said when we asked what kind of content. It's your photos. It's, people want to see faces. They want to be able to interact to a photo. Um, so ideas for photo albums, like you said, meet the staff. You know, highlight a staff member, create a, a photo album of who they're going to see in your office when they come in. Before and after pictures. This is something, Adam Bisline, that we would love to be able to have, but you have it at your fingertips. We, not, us, not so much. Share your before and after pictures. Ask your patients if they're okay with it, um, and put up a gallery. People want to know if Invisalign works. And, you know, if you're putting out examples of people that are seeing good results, or you know, if you're doing cosmetics industry, things that you've been able to do, post those before and after pictures in a big gallery on Facebook. Um, final day picks with big happy grins. Um, if you do a search online and you look braces off on Twitter, you'll see so many people at their orthodontist office or dentist office smiling like, just got my braces off or my Invisalign off. That's a moment they want to share. So maybe you take a picture every time someone finishes treatment or does something and you take a picture of them smiling, post it up on your Facebook page. Um, just like your example, charity events, um, community things, you know, posting pictures of your team. If, if your team goes and does a 5K walk for charity or if um, you have, you're working in a soup, plant, a soup kitchen or something for the day, take as many photos as you can and post them. Tagging, this is another, uh, you, you brought up tagging, tagging your staff when you post a picture of them. So tagging, what that does is if you upload a picture and you tag someone, then that picture that you uploaded is going to show up on their timeline and it's going to show up from your page. So they're going to see maybe um, if, it, if your patient allows you to do this and they follow you on Facebook and you name them patient of the month and you put a picture of them smiling and you tag them and they just so happen to have a thousand friends in your area that they're connected to, they're going to see on their newsfeed this picture of them happy at the dentist and maybe click off to your Facebook page from there. It's the best way to easily and free, get additional exposure. Um, and then, invite, again, invite your patients to tag themselves. Tell them, if you see yourself, feel free to tag yourself. Some examples of visual content that we found, um, you know, like I said, on the far left is an example of, like, if you link to a news article, you're going to get an image, a thumbnail. NBC News is, you know, is recognized, it's easy, you add the link. Um, staff photos, you know, show your staff having fun. Show that you guys are people outside of your practice. Infographics. If you have not played around with infographics, go search on Pinterest or go search on, on Google Images dental infographics, dental care infographics, uh, dental health infographics. You're going to see a gazillion things that you can choose from and repurpose as long as you give credit to the person that put it up there. It's free content, but make sure you source it and you give credit. But infographics, we do Pinterest on, for Invisalign's page, and infographics are always repinned. Um, on Facebook, people always like it. It's information that can give people visually some data that can help them. Um, you know, little cartoons, memes, things like that, those always perform well. And again, quotes. quotes smile quotes are like one of our top performers on Invisalign.
reach and engagement. So this is what I was talking about earlier. Um, so if you see in the top left there, you'll see where your status update is. It allows you the option to choose an offer, an event, or a milestone. That's where you can kind of select the different types of status updates you can do. Um, but by mixing up your content, that's how you can increase engagement. Um, and the more engagement you get, this is how Facebook's algorithm works, the more that somebody interacts with your page, the more that your content is going to continue to show up to them. If you have someone who's a fan and they never like anything, they never add a comment, eventually they're never going to see what you're posting and that's a lost opportunity. So you want to make sure you're posting things that they're going to interact with. And one great way to do this, and a lot of people don't know that it's there, is using the offer feature. Um, you can post, hey, for this month only 15% off Invisalign and create an offer from it. You can add an image. You can say only X amount of people can claim this um, and put it out there for the month. When someone claims it, it creates a social share, um, but it also allows you to easily execute an offer program. Um, this is tied to a small ad spend, um, but Facebook advertising can be really easy to execute. There's a little bit of information in your workbook, and there's also info in the toolkit that we created. Um, it's an excellent way. If you create an offer and you offer it up to all 25 to 55-year-old females um, in your city that might have happened to be on Facebook and have certain interests, they might see that offer and go, oh, I've been thinking about doing Invisalign. They might click over and claim your offer. Um, again, Facebook is a great place to host contests. So, you know, as long as you are being very transparent in how you're hosting them, you can do like, hey, post a picture and ask people to comment um, a caption. And I'll choose one person from those comments to win teeth whitening kit, something like that. Small little sweepstakes, small little contests perform really well for engagement. And again, always include a call to action. Always ask them, please share, like this if you agree, things like that. Build your community. Um, the best way, as we mentioned earlier, is to build your community is to create your patient advocates and connect with them. Um, encourage your patients to come find you on Facebook. Um, you know, incentivize them with contests and prizes. Um, really important when they do become a part of your community, be there. So if they comment, hey, I love you, thanks so much for cleaning my teeth so well today, go like that or comment it. When they see that you're reacting back and that you're reading it, they're more inclined because they have a connection now that's outside of the chair. So very important um, to build your community that way with your patients. Um, again, local connections are really important too. Um, a great way to find new local followers is to partner up with local businesses and connect with local businesses on Facebook. They have pages. Promote their page. Tag their page. And then you'll, the people that like them will see you. They're all people in your community that have fans that could be your new patients. Um, giving back to the community and volunteering and all those types of things are great ways to build local connections. Um, when you donate or participate, ask them to come post pictures from that on your wall as a thank you. Um, and partnering with local businesses, we heard of one, one dentist that had like a florist that was, you know, maybe two doors down, and they would donate like a floral arrangement every month that they would then give away. So they would cross-promote on their Facebook pages like, oh, you know, we check out our, our you know, Dr. So-and-so is giving away this floral arrangement and link to their page, and he would say, you know, check out this great floral arrangement in our office courtesy of, so they'd kind of link traffic back and forth. So that's a really great way to um, build your community. And if you have never looked at Facebook Insights, that should be your best friend. If you're spending and investing any time, 
you should be investing time in your insights. So when you log in, see the little red arrow, there's a little insights button and you can click on it and it'll open up a window. Just over the last couple of days, insights has changed a little bit. It's starting to roll out. So you might see this or you might see the new version. But basically what it's going to show you is over the last seven days how your content's performing, how your page is performing, how many people, you'll see what countries your fans are from, you'll see um, what time of day now with the new insights feature, what time of day your content gets the best engagement, what time of day most of your fans are, are online. So if you know that every, all the fans that like your page happen to be on Facebook every morning at 7 a.m., you should post that picture at 7 a.m. Because um, that's when they're going to be on Facebook and that's when they're most likely going to see it. So there is a wealth of information. You can click through. Um, what we use almost daily for Invisalign is there are a, a list all of your last posts and that's this list down here. And it'll tell you how many people that post reached, how many engaged users engaged with that post, how many people were talking about it and what the virality was. So what we do is we scroll down the whole list of all our posts for that week and we choose the ones that have the highest engagement. And you know what? Next week we're going to post three more of those because it performed well. And you know, maybe in the following week you're going to realize, nope, we've got to back off. But you've got to look at it and look at the data and then make decisions on what you're doing to be successful. Um, some best practices and examples. Um, there's a plastic surgeon in Marina that does a really good job with his social media. And, um, and what I liked about it is, first of all, he connects all of his channels on his Facebook page. He has a tab on Facebook where all his tweets come through. He has a place where his blog content comes through to Facebook. He links back and forth. He shares his content between all of his platforms. Um, the second thing he does is he offers valuable content. So to get a like in this day and age, it's really hard. You have to give to get. And that's really key in social media. You give to get. Give something in order to get something back. Um, so what he does is he has an ebook, and all you have to do is opt in, and you know, or else he asks you to like the page, and then you can instantly download this ebook. I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, he promotes all of his events. He he hosts events, and he he promotes them across all his social networks. And then I thought what I really liked is he puts his like photos when he lectures, when he's taking a class. He'll post a photo gallery, so it kind of builds his credibility as a thought leader. Um, so that's a really good example. And like I said, the best way if you want to figure out. Um, how to do your social media well, go look at, at people that are doing it well and steal their ideas. If you see that they're doing really well and posting one thing, then go do it and try it on your page. Um, so Facebook power tips. Um, posting days, times, and frequency. Um, overall, and this, I'm going to say this changes for any client, any person, but this is a general sort of busiest time. It's Sunday at 10 p.m. tends to be the busiest time on Facebook. People are ending their weekend, they're posting their photos from what they did, they're checking in before they start their work week. Um, Saturday is when people are sharing the most because they're doing fun things on the weekend. Um, and Monday to Friday, early in the morning and late at night, before work and after work is when most people are on Facebook. Um, we see that fluctuate monthly on Invisalign's Facebook page, so we change our strategy. But, so when you look at insights, you'll be able to tell, but that's a good general um, time. Page settings. Make sure that you, in your settings that you allow other people to post on your page. I've seen so many people that are like, it's just me talking. You don't want to broadcast. You want people to be able to post on your page. Um, content marketing. Doing a daily tip pick, a daily quote, tips, patient photos, local community. Um, I'd say if you can post once a day, great. If you can post once a week, great too. Um, but know that the more content you put out there, that the more opportunity there is for someone to interact with it. But do engagement marketing. Share things that you know that people are going to engage with. Um, and then one thing that we've been playing around with and that we've been seeing a lot of success with is paying to reach new people. And this is once you've sort of 
mastered the content strategy, and you know you've got good content, it's sort of like I'm talking, but who's listening? Um, and the beauty of Facebook is they have all this data of the people that are their users. They know what they like. They know what pages they, know they like. They know how old they are. They know that they just got engaged. They know that they just got married. They know that they just got graduated from college. People are sharing that openly to them. That makes it a really powerful advertising platform. So if you can experiment with this, you can go into there. It's a self-serve platform. And one thing we've been playing with for Invisalign content, it's really easy to do. If you have a post promoting an offer that you're offering, you can pay to promote it. You attach your credit card, you put a budget. You can put a $50 budget and then choose a very narrow target. I want new, newly engaged women in my city. I want to send them this offer that says, if, if you want to straighten your teeth before their wedding or whiten your teeth, I want them to see this offer. And it'll serve that that promoted post and it'll, it'll, it'll give you wider visibility and you can also pay to do the advertising. So I think you've probably all seen sort of advertising in the sidebars, but we've seen both of them perform well and if you can really narrow down your criteria, you can get a really good deal and spend $100 and actually extend your reach. So it's a paid way and what we're seeing is the best way to be successful now is you've got paid, you've got earned, and you've got owned and they all have to work together. So Facebook, it's the most powerful platform for staying in touch and building relationships with your existing patients. That's how we use Facebook from Design. We tested using it to sort of market to the prospect audience, but we learned that our best place for Invisalign Facebook is to create a community of our current patients talking about their experience. So we foster community on Facebook. We, we foster relationships with our current patients. Um, so I believe that Facebook is the best platform to do that. I think every platform has a different purpose, but Facebook is a great place for you to build a community of patients. So the next one that we're going to talk about real quickly today is Twitter, which is a whole other animal. And, you know, really we don't have the time to go through it fully, so um, what we're going to do is go through one of the most important pieces. But rest assured in the toolkit Jamie's going to tell you about later, there is a step-by-step -step Twitter guide to get you going, even a little Twitter dictionary for all the, all the language they use. So Twitter is, of course, one of the second largest um, social media network with 200 million active accounts, um, 400 million tweets daily, and the most important one is 2.1 billion search, searches every day on Twitter. People are searching for news, things that are going on, photos, hashtags. Uh, it's a really great, essentially, it's a really great search engine for you to also look at. So just a real quick temperature check. I know Jamie asked earlier, but who of you are all using Twitter for your social strategy right now, actively, not just set up an account? Okay. Well, whether you're on Twitter or you're not on Twitter, this next part's really it's going to help you either way. Even if you're not on Twitter, you can do this. Um, Sorry, I did it. <laughs> so, search.twitter.com. What you can do is, you know, use their search tool and search for different things that are going on in your area. You can search for people who are talking about, you know, they love the dentist, they hate their dentist. Um, Try searching dentist waiting room and you'll find a lot of interesting things. You can find out what doctors are doing well with their waiting rooms, what they're not doing well. Uh, a lot of people posting pictures of, you know, getting their braces off or their first picture with braces or, you know, maybe just an interim checkup photo of what's going on with their treatment. 
Um, you can also try searching things like Invisalign, Invisalign Dentist, um, and really narrow it down to a local area, maybe Invisalign Dentist Los Angeles, and kind of see what people are talking about in your area. So here's a quick search that we did. Here's an example. So we searched for dentist, and these are all the tweets that we're seeing right now. And when you're searching, you can narrow it down to your local city. So these are your patients that are in your chair tweeting while they're seeing you. The dentist poking her gums, you're bleeding because you don't floss, they hate when the d dentist blinds you. <laughs> um, oh, there's a photo, someone's spending their morning at the dentist. Mm -hmm. And then they post their photo, see what it looks like. Oh, well. Oh, it scrolls. Yeah. It's a little tricky with the... Oh, he's not happy. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so, you know, do some searches. Search for your name on Twitter. See if any one of your patients is Twitter. You'd be really interested. Another one we pulled up was dentist waiting room. This one, it could just be for fun. <laughs> You'll find a lot of interesting stuff. Um, when we were going through them last night, one, one lady tweeted that um, the best part about going to the dentist and sitting in the waiting room is he has a whole collection of Where's Waldo. <laughs> so that might be a great idea. Um, you can really learn from this information. So here's one saying, best dentist waiting room ever. Here's the picture she posted. Oh, there it is, the Where's Waldo. Where's Wally? So, you know, you might be able to search around and get some tips on what people are doing good and what people are sharing on social media. Search your name all the time. Do some reputation management. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see if any of you, how savvy you, you all are here. Who's Tender Care Dental? Anyone Tender Care Dental here? RJ. <laughs> RJ, who's at the pool? <laughs> Most importantly, you can see what people are saying about you, saying about Invisalign. <laughs> see? Good job, Dr. Tao. <laughs> Everyone knows that Dr. Tao is here improving himself and his practice. Good job. Can we see that again? Sure. So, another really great term that you could try searching in we give you these ideas in the toolkit is, you know, try searching for people in your local area who are saying things like new smile. Um, there's a good chance that they're saying, I want a new smile or, you know, I want to straighten my teeth. You know, find this and jump in into that conversation and say, funny you should say that because I offer free consultations for Invisalign. Or whatever you can the search by city, by state, and find people talking about dentists, looking for a dentist. Find them and say, hey, you're looking for a dentist? I'm right here. Tweet them back. Build yeah. a connection before they ever walk in your, in your waiting room. There was, um, we heard a case study from someone that said that they were on Twitter and they, there was a mom that was looking for a family-friendly playground in the city. They had just moved. So someone from their practice tweeted her and said, this is a great playground. They tweeted back and forth for a while. She brought all three of her kids in to get braces eventually. You know, a connection that was made that maybe she would have never walked in those doors, so. Yeah, um, see what's being said in your local area. It's a really great place to connect with people locally. So, just a few ideas, you know, find other local businesses and connect with them and have conversation, help promote their content as well. Um, find your local news sources. This can be a great way to kind of est start establishing those media relationships. Um, 
and discover local hashtags. If you just search your city, Los Angeles, and start looking through the tweets and what kind of uh, ongoing hashtags you see people using, or maybe how you might abbreviate your city, maybe you're in Atlanta, they usually use ATLA, uh, whatever the case may be, use local hashtags and attach them to your tweet so that people can find them. Um, so just a couple examples here. Um, Dr. Michael, he does all around great job with his Twitter. He's got a large following. He's tweeting daily. He's engaging with people. He really establishes himself as a thought leader in the industry. He uses it to leverage his, his media outlets and uh, his appearances and any type of maybe talking um, experiences he has. Next we have uh, Dr. Eric. And what I like most about his uh, Twitter page is that he does a really great job at connecting on a local level. He's really connecting with other local businesses. He is talking with them. He's promoting their content. They're updating it daily. You know, they might not have a very large following compared to Dr. Michael, but they, you know, it's that quantity over quality. Um, lastly, Dr. Robert. Uh, he does a lot of speaking engagements, and so what he did, um, he speaks a lot at the University of California in Irvine. So he set up a hashtag relevant to his event, um, hashtag UCI Med Grand Round. And what happened is there's a lot of people who are really interested in what he has to say, but they can't make it out to where he is. So what he did is he, you know, tweets out some of the the takeaways from his. Uh, from his speaking engagement and uses this hashtag so people who aren't there can almost be a part of the conversation and connect with other people who are there and learn more about what's going on. Uh, he even before his speaking engagement he'll schedule out tweets to be sent out while he's speaking to keep people in the loop about what he's talking about. So he does a really great job at le leveraging his speaking engagement. So just a couple examples of content, different varieties of content that perform well for Invisalign. Uh, we have here research um, showing, you know, statistics, that sort of thing. Those always perform well. Uh, of course, celebrity smiles. Um, some quotes. We've got uh, asking people to retweet. We uh, are jumping on popular hashtags that are trending. Twitter will give you the top 10 hashtags or conversations that are taking place on Twitter at that time, and you can narrow those results down to your city. So you can find out the top 10 things being talked about in your city right now. Be a part of those conversations. You know, meet people in your area and get those eyeballs. Um, you, using hashtags, talking to brides, that sort of thing. These are all um, pictures, sweepstakes, things that have performed really well for us. And so, go ahead. Sure. So a hashtag is a great way to organize uh, the content that you're using on Twitter. So maybe we, um, an example would be we post a quote, but nowhere in the quote does it say this is a quote. So if you put hashtag quote, people are constantly looking for quotes and you know that sort of thing on Twitter, inspiration, motivational. It's by attaching these um, hashtags that are relevant to your content, pe more people can find them. So it's kind of a way to organize your content. There's hashtags on Facebook now too. So in the same vein, it works the same way where you can open up a, a search on Facebook. 
And like I said, in the toolkit, there's a really great Twitter dictionary because they've got a whole language of their own and we break it all down for you. Um, so just to wrap up Twitter real quick, we've got a few power tips to recap everything. Utilize the search. Whether you are on Twitter or not, or you're thinking about it, once you use that search tool, you'll see how important it is to be a part of that conversation. It's, you know, like being in a, in a giant ballroom with all these people there who are having their own conversations. If you could just hear every single one and go pick the one you want to be a part of, that's exactly what Twitter allows you to do. Um, connect with local businesses, um, local influencers, local bloggers, and, you know, of course, with Twitter, um, although you only get 140 characters, you still want to try and use that visual content, that video, photo, clinchecks, before and after photos, um, picture quotes, that sort of thing, and talk about local, local engagements that you're a part of. You know, maybe you're attending a local event, local networking event, a local charity function, whatever the case may be. Show that you're involved in your community. And lastly, just if you try and spend 15 minutes a day just engaging with, you know, potential new patients on Twitter or your existing client base, um, there's a lot of different ways to uh, connect with them. So, moving through here, do you want to switch over to the toolkit? So, in your, we're running out of time. We want to make sure we answer questions. There is, in your handbook, there's some information on creating a content calendar. I highly recommend you read it. Um, we wanted to mention that if you don't have content of your own, come steal ours. We spent a lot of time and money to write content for Invisalign. Come to Invisalign's Facebook page, come to their Twitter. Take what we have and share it on your pages. Use our content. It's yours for the taking. Um, copy what we're doing. What we're using on the Facebook page or on Twitter are things that we've analyzed and that work with patients. So copy some of the strategies we're putting into play. Um, we post up, and you can steal this, smile quotes, treatment questions, trivia, um, all branded Invisalign, straight talk about crooked teeth, treatment tips, finding new patients. Um, so the last thing I wanted to bring up is that Align has actually asked us to create a toolkit for their doctors, and it's available to you for free. Um, it's in practice development. There's a direct link in the toolkit where you can download it. It's huge. It's like 100 plus pages. Um, we created different toolkits. There's a PR toolkit, so if you're interested in public relations, there's templates for how to write a press release, how to put it on the wire, how to deal with a media interview, somebody's calling your office for an interview. Um, there's a beginner toolkit, so for those of you that haven't um, tackled or dove into social media yet, step by step we've provided how you can get started, how do you set up your page, things like that. And then there's an advanced version where we talk more about strategy, ethics, um, and sort of more of the advanced marketing tactics. So please download it. Um, there is contact information. If you have questions, we're here to help. Um, but it's a great resource that Align has provided you. Yeah, there's a link to it, but it's also in practice development. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. Again, if you didn't have a chance to answer questions, Ashley and I will stick around. And